Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are celebrating veterans, but not just veterans, veterans who are entrepreneurs. And we are having so much fun learning how their time in the service not only helped them to shock their own potential, but how that has been transferred into the business world and into owning their own businesses. My guest today is Judy Skilling. She's a certified high-performance coach, and she works specifically with veterans to help them reclaim and excel in their work. Not only that, also their health and relationships. And she does this by tapping into something that they already have, their own trained military behaviors, and she helps them learn how to apply them in civilian lifestyle. Now, she's a Navy veteran herself, and she absolutely understands the struggles of adjusting to civilian life after your military service. And using specific high-performance principles and techniques, she's able to help others do what she did, successfully navigate the civilian sector without feeling lost or confused, and finding her own and your own personal life path. Now, today she focuses on working with veterans to help them accomplish similar results by gaining a clear direction on the next steps in their life and after service. And by the way, she's been featured in a lot of big publications such as Forbes, Entrepreneur, Thrive Global, Medium, and so on. She also has a book titled Unhot the Mess You Are. I love it. And is a co-author of a new release book called Dare to Be Authentic, Volume 6, Finding Your Purpose. So she has a lot to share with us, and I can't wait to learn more from her. Judy, thank you so much for joining me today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. It's such an honor and a pleasure to be on the show and to just take some time and talk to you and your audience. Well, thank you. Well, and I hit, uh, we have some incredible highlights in your bio, but I just hit a couple of them. So tell us a little bit more about you, but tell us specifically about your service in the Navy and how it helped you to shock your potential. Yeah, another great question. So I had joined the Navy um, as a corpsman. I love medicine. That was something that I came across when I was in high school and loved A&P and all that other stuff. And I was like, that's what I want to do. And so um, a week after I graduated high school, I joined the Navy as a corpsman, which is um, similar to a medic, but it was in the medical field. And I was in for seven years. Um, and during that time, so I joined in 2000. And of course, um, as you know, a year later, um, that's yeah. not what I really signed up for. And yeah, so no when, when a year later, 9-11 happened. And at that time, I was actually stationed in Puerto Rico, which doesn't really happen to people who... Um, you know, first get into the service. So that happened and all of a sudden, you know, it changes the whole dynamic of you being in the military. I didn't sign up to war, of course, unless that was your intention. Um, so I was in for seven years and when 9-11 happened, um, left Puerto Rico after my time and was deployed during Operation Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom. So from 2002 to about, you know, 2005, 
I was on three different warships. We were in the Middle East. We did all that stuff and worked with Marines and all, all this, um, you know, serving wartime. I mean, that's what you right. did. And they say the safest place to be is in the middle of the ship in the middle of the ocean. You know, yeah. you're not you're not on ground zero, you know, like the Marines, the army, you know, you're in this boat, you have a nice warm bed, you're in the middle of the ocean. It's probably like the safest, but um, I loved my time in the military. And after that, um, after being deployed and serving, you know, I lived in Italy for a couple of years and then I got out. Uh, and um, so I served seven years and got out and became a nurse. And that was my passion. And I wanted to become, you know, go to university. So I got my bachelor's in nursing and absolutely loved, you know, the medical field and um, went into the emergency, emergency medicine and loved being an emergency room nurse. And um, it was a great experience. And, and the things that I had learned in the military, like the behaviors and the structure, and the discipline really helped, you know, me while I was going through school, helped manage life responsibilities and things mm. like that. Adulting, as we would all yeah. say it. <laughs> yeah, know? now that's the new word. <laughs> <laughs> the new word of adulting, you know, taking on responsibilities. And at that point, I was about, you know, mid-20s, already leaps and bounds ahead of my peers just because of the military experience that I had, you know. And um, compared to my peers, I had already been around the world and I've already had all this life experience at the, you know, mid twenties. And when I'm going to my university nursing school, I'm still talking to 22, 23 year olds who are just still living with their parents and, you know, which is nothing bad, but right. you know, when you are in the military, it definitely broadens your life experience. You'll see and do things. People half your age won't even have the chance or opportunity to. So um, loved, so became a nurse relocated here to Colorado where I'm at. And um, at the time I was married and I, uh, we were married for about a year or so and I was pregnant with our little one. And so in the year of 2013, unfortunately, um, my husband at the time had gotten diagnosed with cancer and mm -hmm. he was also a veteran as well too. He was an army national guard and it completely sh changed our world. And he unfortunately was probably in the middle East um, he was deployed for about a month and there was some, maybe some environmental exposures or something, you know, cause sometimes with the military, you just don't know what happens, what you're exposed to and what, right. and um, he was stage four colon cancer at the age of 25. And as a wow. nurse, I'm like, this, okay. You know, like yeah. now we have this baby girl, she's 10 months and we have this cancer diagnosis. He's 25. And here I am working emergency room, taking care of other sick people. Like, it was, a, it was a hot mess. Let me tell you, it was a lot of stuff going on. Um, and I journeyed with my husband through that battle for, you know, five years almost. And during that journey, it got me to think, I love taking care of people, but I want to be home to take care of my husband. You right. know, how can I take care of my daughter? How can I take care of my husband? And um, I tried some things to help supplement income so I can be more at home. And some things, some things, some entrepreneurial things didn't really work out, but I knew that I wanted to do something from home and have more control over my life. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where coaching actually came into the picture. And right. I saw a Facebook ad, like we all do, and it kind of <laughs> plants that seed in your mind. And I was like, huh, I wonder where this goes. And that led me to um, initially transformational coaching 
And that's kind of what the book, the Unhot the Mess You Are. I talk about some transformational life principles, law of attraction, manifestation, things like that. Love that stuff. Love, love, love it. Uh, but then I came across Brendan Burchard, who I don't know if you're familiar with. Um, mm -hmm. He wrote a book, High Performance Habits. Yep. Got the book. I read it cover to cover. And I was like, this, this I love. Like this complements everything I learned in the military. This, you know, the structure, mm -hmm. the discipline. How do I learn more? How do I apply more of this in my life? Because I know that I am like, I can be like that. Mm -hmm. So I went through the program myself as a client. You know, I worked with a high performance coach. How do I become better, a better mom, a better nurse, a better wife? How do I handle these stressors without burning myself out? Because right. I'm juggling all these balls. Anyway, um, I loved my transition when working with a high performance coach that I wanted to be a coach myself because I realized how many veterans could use this type of guidance in their life to help them whether they're leaving the military or transitioning, but any kind of point in their life, because this complemented everything I learned. So I became certified and that was three years ago and it changed my life. And now I'm like, how do I get more in front of these veterans? Cause they know like how, you know, how it, it helped me so much. Like it helped me, you know, navigate everything. And then after losing my husband, unfortunately, that really was the green light of like, okay, you know, this is now, my love, this is my passion. This is what I'm really good at. This is what I enjoy doing. This is lights me up. And how do I, you know, how do I get more in front of people? And how do I, you know, change more veterans lives and for the better, you know, right. so they don't feel like they're by themselves when they do leave military. So I know that was a long answer to your question, but I wanted no, to definitely take the context of my service and how it complements what I do and how, why I love to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and let me say too, I'm very sorry for your loss because, you know, obviously that was a trigger for you trying to find a new path also, but you know, that's, that's a very poignant, you already had a lot of change in your life and a lot of things going on and to lose your spouse in there too. That's, that's an awful lot. So I thank you both for your service, but I'm very sorry for your loss with that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I heard you say, you know, I was going to ask you, you've already kind of said a little bit about, you know, how this helped you entrepreneurial wise. And I want to dive into that a little bit more. But one of the things that I thought was so interesting when you were talking was, you know, you had all this structure in your life in the military, and then you got out and then life was chaotic at at you. I mean, you still took more control. You became, you know, emergency nurse. You, you know, you took m even more control over the next level of your career. But then when life started to throw you lots of other curveballs, it's easy to let those things take over. It's interesting when you talked about, you know, as I found this other structure and a high performance coach that, you know, that you did, that it gave you so much joy and confidence. And I'm thinking that's because it brought back even more structure for you, especially in the midst of, you know, a, a major life disruptions, like, I don't know, having a baby and having a, a spouse go through cancer. I mean, those are some major things is, is that did those things then make that entrepreneurial journey easier or what things talk to, you know, what about your, your service helped you latch on to the entrepreneurial opportunity, whatever one it was that you went after? Yeah, I, I think it definitely um, supported me when I chose to uh, do coaching, 
you know, and really focus and put a lot of my effort and energy into coaching. And I think, you know, when I served and I was in the military, you know, it was routine, you know, everything, you wake up at a certain time, you go to bed at a certain time, you have a schedule every single day. It's very routine. It's very predictable. You might have the odds and end things that, that are, you know, that, but you just go with the flow, you know, you just, you just adapt and you move on. You're like, okay, you know, like, this is what I have. This is the situation that's in front of me. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to power. So we're going to do it. And I think that mindset I had developed in the military, because when I was on deployment, granted, it's pretty much almost routine, but there's some things that change at a moment's notice, you know, and you're like, okay, we're just rolling with this, you know, and <laughs> exactly. how many times that happened in the entrepreneurial journey where you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, this happened. We're like, just going to roll with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, those skills served me so well when I'm in the emergency room and unpredictable things happen in the emergency room. Let me tell you, oh, <laughs> and you're like, okay, we're going to roll with this and we're just going <laughs> to, you know, you have to be flexible. And I think that's one of the key things that I had learned was that, you know, uh, they, they call it in the Marine Corps, Semper Gumby. You just have to be flexible. Like you just be flexible with the things. And I didn't know it at that time, but that skill set has served me time and time and time again, you know, after leaving the military, being in the emergency room, you know, being an entrepreneur and just being like, well, this is how it's, this is how we're going to go with it. And you have to go with it and a really good positive approach instead of like, you know, a grumpy negative. I can't believe this is happening to me. Why me? Da, 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 which happens to people when unfortunate things happen. You're just like, okay, how do I choose to approach this right now? Yeah. And you always have that choice. You always have that choice and you always have that power. So, you know, that flexibility has served me, like I said, um, unbelievably um, so many times, <laughs> but it's, it's something that you just rely on, you know, and you fall back on because you know, it works and you can trust it you know, in, in terms of um, how to approach challenges. Right. I love it. Absolutely. Well, Judy, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to learn a little bit more about what you're doing every day. So uh, here, we're going to hear from our sponsor for the month. We will be right back. Imagine starting a long journey without a map or even a clear idea of the obstacles ahead. That's exactly what it's like for entrepreneurs who start companies with a lot of passion, but without the financial expertise to grow and scale their businesses and create long-term wealth for their families. Find a financial advisor who can help you map a better journey. Wayne Titus shows you how in his book, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. With the right advisor at your side, you'll have the freedom to focus on what really matters to you. Get the Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being at Amazon.com and in the virtual bookstore on the Shock Your Potential app. And we are back with Judy Scaling, and we were talking, she's a high-performance coach. She works specifically with veterans. Um, And I want to learn a little bit more about this because, you know, I know now this is a passion for you to work with veterans. Um, So obviously, and this is actually part of the reason that I want to have this series every year in November is to talk about, there's so many benefits, I think, that you can gain from military service that some of, you know, civilians like me don't have some, a lot more discipline than maybe I have. And I, I say maybe as a, just being obnoxious, I've much more discipline <laughs> than I have. 
Um, but yet I do know there are struggles and oftentimes uh, people with military backgrounds don't, don't always recognize how many gifts that they do have or how they can transition those into their lives. And you try and help them fall back on those things that made their service so special and that gave them almost a superpower. So, you know, when you start working with people, how, give me some examples, like what, what kind of things are they dealing with that you can help them become more effective and really hit that kind of level of high performance? Yeah. Fantastic question. And I, you know, some of the veterans that I've worked with, um, whether they've been out for six months or a few years or a decade, even, they still feel like they're in this funk of transitioning. Like they still feel like they're not yet quite fully acclimated to the civilian lifestyle because they're, you know, they're ha having a hard time making friends or they feel alone or they miss their brotherhood or they miss like the friendships that they've built, you know, and when you're in the military, you just pretty much, you have this built-in community. You always have this support system, no matter where you're at. And when, when you choose to leave, when it's that time for you to come, you lose that. I mean, you have your yeah. friends and family and things like that too, but there's something special, unique about a bond between veterans. Like you get it, I get it. We're instantly like, what can we do to support each other? And you always have that camaraderie that mm -hmm. is undistinguishable in terms of in the civilian, you know, civilian sector. Right. So some of the people that I've worked with that struggle, they struggle with um, identity, you know, mm -hmm. to be honest with you, they struggle mm -hmm. with, well, I was this 18 year old kid that was really into football and band and all this other stuff. And now I'm retired at 38 and I'm yeah. no longer this, you know, high, high ranking officer that I'm in control of like, you know, so many people, right. I'm no longer this 18 year old kid, you know, now I'm this adult with a family and all this other stuff. So they struggle with, okay, now who am I supposed to be? Like, who is this next person that I need to be in this next phase of my life? And so that's one of the things that I help them kind of reignite and really kind of just like tap into and be like, okay, well, let's work on these, you know, not only finding your purpose, which sounds really grandiose. And we're not talking about like, this is my one purpose in life. We're only talking about what are you passionate about right now? Even if it's just like reading a bedtime story to your daughter or writing an inner journal, or we're looking at the small things that you find enjoyment in, because I feel like when you are able to get, you know, get clear on that, then that kind of opens up some other doors of opportunity, mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to the military telling you, this is where you need to go. This is who you need to be. This yeah. is where, how you need to dress. This is who you need to talk to. Now we have the sense of independence that feels a little foreign, yeah. <laughs> right? You I know, bet. I get to make my own decisions. I get to grow my beard out. You know, I don't have one, but like, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, a lot of gentlemen are like, I can't wait to grow my beard. Um, but they struggle. And then they like, do and they're like, wait, I don't even want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want uh, shaving. Like I don't even have to shave every day. So it's, it, you know, and especially, um, or sometimes they unfortunately have left the military prior to retirement, but they might be disabled, you know, right. from the military. And now they struggle with this identity of like, oh, I'm disabled. I can't do anything. You know, I, it hinders, well, I can't do this or I can't do that. And they've already put themselves and narrowed themselves in this position of limitation based yeah. on their disability. And that really affects the mindset, that affects the productivity, it affects the emotional, mental, well, the whole thing because now they've labeled themselves as disabled.
Um, right. And that's kind of where I step in and be like, okay, it's, we're not attaching yourself to this identity. You are John, the badass that served in the military that can do this, or Jane that, you know, you served your country and did awesome things. Right. Let's see who you are as a person without these labels, because you are uniquely human. Let's get to work. Let's see what this looks like for you. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of how I help people really embrace this new person of themselves post-military and be like, okay, I got this. I, I yeah. you know, I feel really good about who I am now in this, you know, and this is how I'm going to approach life. And, and so it's really amazing to see that transformation and to witness that. And that's where I'm like, this is all you, my friend, like you did it, you did the work. <laughs> like, I'm just here to, to support and to encourage you and to challenge you. And, right. and, you know, um, in the military, we are all trained and taught to excel. What's that next level? We're always driven for, for improvement, you know, mm -hmm. and we always have that constant drive for personal improvement. You know, that's what the rank structure is all about. And we're like, how do I get to that rank? Because not only that involves more money, but that's more responsibility, but you're always right. continuously driving. And that's what this coaching does. It's like, okay, we're going to, we're going to push you and we can challenge you. And I know you can, I know you can handle this because like, we, you, I know you can, you're more than capable of, <laughs> you know, and we're going to go to the next level. So that's, you know, that's some of the things that are really um, special about, you know, veterans is that personal drive of getting better and continuously getting better. And how do you, how do you do that? You know, one thing you were talking about that I hadn't really thought about before, you, you know, you were talking about, um, you know, while you're in service, you know, you have these di different friendships, you have a community group, you have, um, you have, you're a part of something that's bigger than you. And when you leave there, you can feel lost, feel alone. And I would, and, and you said, um, you said, yes, you've got your family and your friends. But when you said that, given what you had said before, it was the first time I thought about the fact that, yes, maybe now you're out of the service as my, I use my air quotes, but, and you have your friends that you had before and they still may be friends and your family is still going to be family, but nobody else knows what you went through unless they had done something, unless they'd been in the service also. No one else would know exactly that sense of loss of identity or that loss of community which would make it very difficult to have conversations with people. I, and I've never really thought about that before, that that could lead to a lot more isolation and maybe a lot less of somebody reaching out saying, saying to a friend or family, hey, I'm trying to figure out who I am or what I'm doing right now. And that's where I think, you know, working with a coach is so important. Somebody not only who will, like you said, kind of, you know, help you, guide you, kick you in the pants, but who will say, I know what this is. I've walked in your shoes. I know, I know I had to go through the same things. And that can be incredibly powerful for somebody that has had such a very unique experience, which I would not be able to relate to directly. Yeah. And it's such a huge, like, oh, you get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Like you get, you get it. You get me. And we might not, we can be from completely different services, completely different experiences, completely different you know, um, ranks and all this other stuff. But yeah. at the bottom, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you've been there, you've done that, you know, you, right. you, 
we, I'm helping you and I'm supporting you as much as I can. And I'm here for you, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Oh yeah. You get it. So, so, you know, we talk, I have a lot of coaches that are um, my guests through all the months and I love listening to them. And I, I think we're in this really unique time in the world where coaching is really seen as a valuable asset today. Um, and I always like to say that about, I don't know, three decades ago, maybe nah, <laughs> probably not three decades, like 25 years ago. So almost three decades. I remember a friend of mine who said, Hey, I became, I, I'm certified as a life coach. And I remember at that point in time, I hadn't really heard of that before. I, I couldn't imagine the money she was charging. And I remember thinking there's no way I'd hire this one person to ever be my coach. Since then, <laughs> we have people who really coaching is taken incredibly seriously. It's I work with a fitness coach. I work with a health coach and I work with a business coach. Coaching to me is, is just this really logical way of having outside expertise, but I don't know that always um, veterans, I'm just making an assumption here, especially coming out of the service would know how incredibly valuable this can be for them. So if you're sitting down with somebody the first time and they're like, well, you know, I don't know, this sounds kind of good, but I don't know what's going to happen. How do you help them realize what this kind of experience with you could do for them? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And usually um, when I am talking, I'm on the phone and I'm talking to somebody who's like, Hey, I think I saw you. And I just wanted to have a conversation with you. And, you know, we kind of, I, I see if one, if they're fit, you know, coaching right. is not for everybody. I will tell okay. you that right now, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I am, I love doing this and you know, the pay is good, but I'm here to serve and to help. And if I feel like you and I are not a fit, I would be like, you know, I'd love to support you in other ways but I don't think right now you're ready for this type of coaching because this high performance coaching is intense. It's very yeah. rigorous. And, you know, like I said, we are geared for personal improvement, but it's not for everybody. I will, I, it's not for everybody. And so one, I have to make a distinguishment if they are ready for this type of coaching. And two, in our conversation, I have to determine whether or not they need help outside of coaching, like psychological help or therapy help because yeah. coaching is not therapy. Yeah. It is not a time for me and you to be like, tell me about your day and me to be your girlfriend and, you know, dad, buddy, like, tell me about we're, not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing that. We are not regressing into past things. So I really have to, especially working with the veteran population, I have to distinguish whether or not they are mentally ready to take on this type of coaching. Um, because if I feel like they still are you're working through some traumas, that they yeah. need to have therapy, then I'm like, you know what, I would love to serve you and help you. But I feel like you need to, you know, talk to the VA, get plugged into another community that's a little bit more supportive than what I can offer you right now. Right. I'd love for you to come back. Let me know how it's going for you. And we can have yeah. another, another discussion. So it's really important for me to distinguish, you know, I, I can't help every veteran and I would love to, I just don't have that bandwidth. But right. I also have to distinguish if one, they're ready. And two, if they're, you know, they're mentally able to take on this type of, you know, type of coaching. And there is, you know, there is a coach for everything out there. Um, so, but it is, it is not for everybody, but I have to distinguish whether or not they are ready for it. Um, yeah. And if they're ready and they're, and if they're committed, you know, this is not like, I'm going to dip my toe into this, like, we're all in, we're, we're all in, we're invested. We are, we're getting to work like, Absolutely. you know, and so for somebody who is, leaving the military, you know, 
picture perfect, somebody who's left the military and they still need a little bit of more one-on-one -on -one personal guidance to, you know, to, they might be thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or going back to school or, you know, just finding a basic job. That's where I kind of step in and be like, okay, you've got some big responsibilities to handle now. Let's talk about how your energy is. You know, how, right. how are you controlling your energy? How is your sleep? How are you being productive, not only in your life, but also in your, you know, in your employment or even your business? Let's mm -hmm. talk or about- Or even your job search. Yeah. yeah, even in your job search, you know, you know, and one of the things that a lot of veterans struggle with too is confidence. So we talk about courage. We talk about, you know, not only speaking up for yourself and claiming like, no, this is who I am, but also like talking to somebody about like, I think I could get that raise or having those right. challenging conversations with our family members when we feel like they're not getting us. How do we Absolutely. have those courageous discussions? And so those things, although seem very minor, play a huge, huge part in like reassuring a veteran, like, I got this, I'm good. You know, I worked with this fantastic coach. I am more self-confident and I can take on anything now. You I know? love so. it. Yeah. I love it, Judy. I love what you're doing. I think it's really, really important. And I think there's, I love the fact that you're very specific about who you're working with and that you're very clear on when it's a good fit for that person. So if anybody's listening and you know, you you're wondering what this might mean for you as a veteran, I really would encourage you to uh, give Judy a call. And speaking of that, Judy, we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah, just head over to my website. It's judyskilling.com. And I'm in the process of tweaking it and improving it where I'll have a free transition veteran journal for those that come to visit my website. It's, oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it like that. But it's really just, it's called the Transitioning Veteran Journal. Um, I'm giving it for free. You just pay shipping and handling, but it's a self-guided journal to discover who you are post-military. And it's an amazing offer. So just head on over to my website, poke around, read some stuff, some great stuff. And I'm just here, like I said, just here to give back to the veteran community and to really just serve and, you know, um, make a difference in the world that we're living in. Excellent. Sure. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Oh, yes. Um, one of the things that as a veteran I have seen and being involved in better, different veteran groups is uh, we don't ask for help and we can figure it out on our own and I don't need anybody's help. And I think one of my things I'd love to leave you with is it's okay to ask for help and it's not shameful or it's not you know, embarrassing or anything like that to ask for help. It's, it's very humble and it's very um, courageous to do so. So it's always good to reach out for help, even if it's just like, could you help me clean up the house, please? <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm a little overwhelmed here. <laughs> like, could you do the dishes? You know, but it's it, joking aside. That's one of the things I'd love to leave with your listeners is, you know, whether it's working, you know, with me or with any kind of coach or just any kind of friend, it's always okay to ask for help. Excellent. Wrong with that. Thank you, Judy. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for your service, but thank you thank for you sharing so. what you've done today and keep doing what you're doing. You've been a fabulous guest. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure, Michael. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com. 
including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and Sales Mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.